pages presented by Cornerstone of Grace. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we're faithful, we're bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Again, we want to thank you for joining the online service. If you are looking for a church home, growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. Now, I thank God because this is the day that he has made and and because he has seasoned this day with your presence, my prayer is that you are faithful to him. We have so many excuses. We have so many things that we put in front of God. And then when things are going haywire, we want to pray and ask him to fix it. How about being faithful to him? Or better yet, let's put it this way. Let's do it God's way. Let's do it God's way. I'm sure you'll have different results when you do it his way. And so with that being said, we're going to have a word of prayer. And then we're going to go into the word of God. And we'll learn more about doing it his way in just a few minutes. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your kindness and your grace. Lord God, thank you for your mercy, for watching over and keeping us, Lord God, throughout this day. Lord God, how you have blessed us. and Lord God, and you've given us the activity of our limbs, a reasonable portion of health. Lord, I pray and ask that you would remember each one that is under the sound of my voice. Lord God, remember those that are present, those that are not present. You know the reason why, you know the excuses. You know, Lord God, exactly uh, the level of faithfulness. Lord, I, I'm, you're soon coming king. And there are deceptive devices that is in play. Lord God, you said in your word that, that if, you had, if you don't shorten the time, the very elect, the possibility of the very elect being deceived. Lord, but thank you because you're aware of all things. Lord, and I pray and ask that you would stir up the hearts of the slowful, stir up the mind of the unfaithful. Lord God, that you would touch them, Lord, that they would be faithful, that they would not be slowful. I ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord, remember those that are sick in their body. Touch them, Lord God, Lord, and bring about awareness of what the cause of it is, that they take preventive measures in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray against sin. I pray against unrighteousness. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would bless your people, Lord, to realize their stand, their position, Lord God, and to change. Lord God, everyone that calls upon your name, Lord God, thank you, Lord. Thank you because you're able to stir their hearts up. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, and we pray and ask these blessings, Lord God, that Lord, for the saving of souls. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Just want to thank you for your kindness. Those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, those that 
that you feel them, those that have stopped tearing, feeling that feeling comfortable, feeling that they don't need to uh, be filled with your spirit. I ask that you'll stir their hearts up as they read your word, as they hear the sermons, as they hear the teaching, as they hear songs of worship and praise, that you'll stir their hearts up to cry out unto you, Lord God, Lord, to be filled as it was in the days of old. Lord, I ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord, we'll continue to lift you up. Lord, we'll continue to magnify you. Lord, you said that you're looking at that we must be holy. We must be holy because you're holy. You said without holiness, no man is going to see you. No one will be able to stand in your presence without the same characteristics. Lord, and so I pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord, to strive to enter in through the straight gate. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, we thank God for his goodness. We thank God for his grace and his mercy. And I'm telling you, and I, I don't mind being transparent. Uh, matter of fact, I, I think it's important to be transparent. Uh, in many instances, we have been dealing with some challenges uh, on in so many different areas that dealing with ministry, uh, challenges such as electronic devices acting up, um, the support I've been on the support line this morning, uh, which actually um, added to the delay. I like to be on time. I like service to start on time. And, and so I'm just being truthful uh, about it. And so I told the uh, web company, the hosting solution, that I was going to let uh, them know that their support was not uh, acceptable. Uh, something was reported, an update to the website was not published. It was reported on Tuesday, and here we are on Sunday, and the issue has not been resolved. The website is up. You can go to the website, and, but you won't get the most current information. The most current information that is on there uh, is the uh, wearables, which is, a, which is something that the church has designed as a fundraiser for us to uh, to help us with our programs and different things and paying rent and keeping the lights on. And so if you go to the website right now and click on wearables or uh, active wear, um, whatever's there that, uh, that click that link, <laughs> you'll see it when you go there, connectingtruth.org, um, t-shirts that we've created to help support the ministry, to help support the ministry. And so we certainly um, request and ask for your support. It's important to support the ministry uh, of where you are. And if this church, if Cornerstone COG has been a blessing to you, we solicit your support um, as well. Buy a shirt, buy a t-shirt, you'll be blessed uh, as others have been blessed and, uh, and it'll be something that you can uh, certainly be a witness to. Uh, so go there, you'll see it. And that's one of this is one of the things that uh, that God had blessed me with many years ago, uh, and that is uh, some graphic design and thoughts regarding uh, activewear. And so I've done many uh, conventions. We have our Pentecost service coming up, and one of the things that we're working on and will do for our Pentecost is that Friday night um, on that service, everyone in the past have worn on youth night, the same colors, the same shirts. And so 
you know, unified everyone. And so when you looked out over the audience, you saw a sea of, of colors. And, and so maybe you might like that same ideal, but, you know, and, and so the enemy has been at work. And then I was going to, uh, to have a meeting with a church representative and, um, and out of all the places I had been and looking for uh, a venue, uh, when I got to this particular venue, I, my vehicle was almost total. Uh, they stopped just uh, in time. They were stopped. They were stopped in time. And had they not stopped uh, because of the speed that they were going, it would have totaled me out and could have possibly caused bodily injury. In that moment, I knew I was in the right place because of the opposition. I knew that I was at the right location because of the opposition. When you do things a right way, you're going to deal with some opposition. And so it so and, and that's no glory. Notice I didn't say anything about uh, about any anybody. I said opposition. You're going to deal with some opposition and to God be the glory. To God be the glory. And so continue to hold us up in prayer. We're going to go into the word of God. And not I endeavor not to be long, but my prayer is that you receive from the Holy Ghost, that you receive from the spirit of God. That you receive what God has to say and you apply it. Many people are hearing the word. They can quote the word, but they're not applying it. Many people go up for prayer and cry at the altar and, and all of that kind of stuff. And But then they walk away and, and go back to doing and functioning in the same capacity in which they were. The change, they did not make a change. But I'm asking you to make a change this morning. Make a change. Be determined. If you in sin, get out of sin. If you are not doing what's right uh, uh, ethically, if you're not doing what's right morally, if you're not doing what's right financially, stop what you're doing and get it together. Don't make no excuses and talk about, well, you know, I can't because because I don't have. But look how you're suffering. Mighty God, look how you're suffering. Look at how you're suffering. Look at how things are going and the way God designed them to go. Well, let's go on here into the word of God. Genesis, the fourth chapter. Genesis, the fourth chapter. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for who I am. Thank you for where I am. I am what I am by the grace of God. Mighty God, bless you, Lord Jesus. I told the Lord that, and, I, and I've made this declaration many times, I'm pouring myself out. I'm pouring myself out. Whatever there is within me, I'm pouring it out so that God can fill me up. I'm going to continue to do what I know to do is right as long as there is my health, my breath, and what I have is available. And the only one that controls that is God. And so I told him that I would I would preach his word. The Bible said, be instant in season and out of season. When you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. When things are working against you, when people are working against you, and people can work against you by just not being present. People can work against you by just not supporting you. People can work against you by 
uh, being present and being supportive, but at the same time, uh, they are not functioning. They're not functioning, functioning. So that leaves the burden upon one. There's a saying that said, many hands make light the work. Where there's unity, there's strength. That's what the Bible said. Where there's unity, there's strength. You know, I can pick up a hundred pounds, but if you're there helping me, then we'll be able to pick up that hundred and it'd be a lot easier instead of strenuous on one person. All right, you have Genesis, the fourth chapter. I'm plowing this morning. I'm plowing this field this morning. And so I just want you to know that my hands are on the gospel plow. And so and I'm not letting go and I'm not looking back. And so we're plowing this field and this field will bring forth much fruit. Amen. Uh, Genesis, the fourth chapter, beginning at the first verse, it says that Adam knew Eve, his wife. Adam knew Eve, his wife. Adam, him, he was married to she, her. And she conceived, she conceived. Adam conceived, male and females are able to reproduce. She conceived and bare came and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord, gotten a man from the Lord. Me and my, my grandsons, my sons, and we, when we talk, I say that that you know this is uh, we're we're this is our boy time. I include myself as being a boy with them, or I say this is our man time. You know, this is we're men. We're talking as men. We're not talking as children. You know, so we're going to use intellect. And we're going to be reasonable, and then we're going to afterwards, and we're going to act. We're going to act stupid too. Can't tell you about what stupid is. That that's you would have to be there, but we get stupid. I've gotten a man from the Lord speaking about her man child. And she again bare his brother, Abel, another man child. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. He was a shepherd. I'm an under shepherd. We keep the sheep. Responsibility there. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. Now, if you've read your Bible, and I'm sure that you've heard this, uh, you may have read it for yourself and you may have heard it for yourself uh, in reading that the ground had been cursed. The ground was full of thorns and thistles because of Adam's decision. Adam's decision caused this. Not Eve's decision, Adam's decision. The Bible said in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. He brought fruit from the ground. What was in the ground was suitable for it to be eaten, but not to be offered unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of the flock, of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel 
and to his offering. Now, Bible students, I, I believe that you should be able to connect some dots here uh, as to why Abel's offering was acceptable. But unto Cain and to his offering, he, God, had not respect. And Cain was very wrought, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wrought? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? I, I think we all should underline that right now. I think you should highlight that. I, I, I think that you should circle it. Um, do something with that. Shall thou, if thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? We all want to be accepted. But are we willing to do what is right to be accepted? We want to go and get what we want, regardless of what our credit look like, regardless of how much money we have. We want to raise, we want to make more money, but we don't want to put in the time of study. But the Bible says if we do well, Holy Ghost, Shall thou not be accepted if you do what's right? If you put forth the effort that is required. He goes on to say, and if thou doest not well. If you do not well, sin lies at your door. Now sin uh, has been identified as a term to say that you've missed the mark. You've missed the mark. And if you missed the mark, then you are wrong. And if you're wrong, you're not going to be accepted. And unto thee shall he shall be his desire and thou shall rule over him. We're not going into that section of it right now. Let's turn to Proverbs. Let's turn our attention to Proverbs, the third chapter, the fifth verse. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall, he shall, he shall. If you're looking for a prophetic word, I'm giving it to you right now. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. These are the instructions that God has given. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thy own understanding. That includes your friends, your besties, whatever you want to call them. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't take advice from someone that don't know, ain't been there. Yeah, they might have been there, but they're not delivered. They, so that means they're still there. And lean not unto thy own understanding. Will they get me? No, God gets you. God gets you and he got you if you allow him and follow his instructions. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he, not her, not him, not it, not them, not those that say I don't want to be identified as either one. 
but we're talking about God and God is a spirit. So he, he passes, uh, people talking about, well, God is a female. He's a male. No, listen, 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 Let, let's, let's, let's deal with reality. Now God is a spirit. So now we're not dealing with a gender. We're dealing with a spirit. Okay. He shall direct thy path. The thought as mentioned earlier is when we do it God's way. When we do it God's way. And so if you, if you on your phone, if you, near your phone if you're able to you ought to text someone at the link to the broadcast and you ought to tell them that you're pressing to do it god's way you know quote unquote i'm pressing to do it god's way and stick to what you're saying send them a link and tell them that you're pressing i'm pressing to do it god's way the bible said there is a way that seemeth right unto man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. It's Proverbs 14, 12, Proverbs 16, 25. There's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end result is pain. The end result is suffering, unintentional drama. And the list goes on. Now, what what people try to do is they try to take uh, they try to take shots. Uh, they they try to self sedate and do other things uh, to self sedate includes eating chocolate. It includes eating whatever that you're going to eat. It, it includes sex. It includes drinking. It includes getting getting lit. Whatever form, however you're going to do it, you're you're trying to alter the mood. You're trying to alter where you are. And even in some instances, trying to afflict yourself because you don't feel good about yourself because you did not acknowledge him in all your ways. You took a different path that seemed right to you. It seemed to fit. Don't nobody get it but me. Stop lying to yourself. If anyone that anyone older than you get it because they've been there some way, somehow, some uh, or another, somebody's been there and done that. And you are just resisting and rejecting the instructions of how to do things the right way because you want to do it your way. So don't complain and fuss and and, and cry and, and and carry on and act stupid. Yes, I use that word. When you don't get the results that you're looking for. Holy Ghost, bless your Lord. Uh, don't act out. Because the Bible already declared a universal word to everyone. There is a way that seemeth right. It looks right, but it's not right. It looks right. It may even feel right in the moment. But it's not right. The end of it is pain, suffering, and can even cause death. I heard someone say God's way is the best way. God's way is the best way. I, I believe that with my whole heart. 
I believe that from life experience. I believe that from hiccups and different things that I'm aware of and what I have made observation of. God's way is the best way. If I, I want to say today uh, that we have to get it right. I can say from my own experience, I had to take time to get it right. God's way is the best way. Maybe you uh, got it the first time, but it, it took some of us a little while and, and that's not to give anyone excuse not to make a change today, but God's way is the best way. And so we ought to do that. We ought to do it his way so that we do not continue to miss the mark. All of us wasn't born saved. That's, that's some think they were. Everyone's not born sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Nope. There was only one, uh, one, uh, one birth where someone had been filled with the Holy Ghost in the womb and came out. And when they leaped in the womb, they, their mother was filled with the Holy Ghost. There was only one virgin birth. And that virgin was not God. And she's not a goddess. And she's not to be prayed to. I believe it's in Colossians that tell us whatever we do in word or deed to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we shouldn't be praying and talking to other people. We should be talking to Jesus. We went through adolescence, teen years, cave to social pressures, peer pressures, young adulthood where we messed up. We thought we knew it all then and we messed up and, and, and now we're dealing with that. You know, some I've heard songs that talk about I wish it was a child again and other parts and excerpts and raps and different things where people have taken it. Listen, yeah, you do sometimes wish you were a child again, but you wouldn't have the same mind that you have today if you were. So you have to take what you have now. The Bible said, tell us that when you come to the light to walk in it. And so there is a right way. There's a right way right now. There's a right way. Right now is a good place, uh, a good place to be in because it means you have an opportunity to change directions. We have opportunity right now to fortify our walk with Christ. Yes, we, we have opportunity right now. I'm seizing the moment. I am personally seizing the moment. I hope that you are personally seizing the moment because yesterday is gone. Cannot go back into yesterday and recover anything. Cannot go back into yesterday and to change any actions, any thoughts, anything that occurred. But right now, we're all able to make a well-informed decision about how to walk with God. And the Bible tells us how to do that. The Bible tells us. It gives us very... Explicit, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of thy ways, acknowledge him. And he promised, it's written, he shall direct our path. Well, I didn't see the word promise. You don't have to see the word promise with God. 
because he said, my word will go out and it won't return unto me void. Whatever I say is going to happen, is going to accomplish. So when he says that if you that if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, and sometimes we don't want to acknowledge him because because she looked good. We don't want to acknowledge him because he's he looked good. We don't want to acknowledge him because uh, because we want what we want. Somebody told me uh, some months ago, they said, well, the heart wants what the heart wants," And they were dealing with the fact that they were they what they wanted. And I, I told them that no, no, you can't live that way. You, you can't cater to that. And, and they understood that they did not cave into that. They, they resisted that. They cut it off, or at least they cut part of it off. I don't know how much of it, but I know that they didn't follow through what they were saying. The heart may want what the heart want, but that's flesh. And flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood will not be there. So those that think that you're going to be, no, flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And we are knocking at the door of the kingdom of God. There are so many things that are occurring within our world that you are not aware of because you're just dealing with your little apartment mind. You're dealing with your little, and when I say that, I say that about all of us. I don't care if you have a house. I don't care what size it is. I'm just saying we're dealing with our little compartmental um, way of thinking. You know, we're dealing with our bucket way of thinking. We're dealing with, you know, our focus is just on our job when, when uh, this is much bigger. It's much bigger than what you even can imagine. But listen here, we, we don't have time to go into uh, th that particular area, but eschatology, but listen. The Bible says in Genesis, that fourth chapter, and Adam knew his wife and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. I have a man child. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought out of the, the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. He brought something that had been cursed, that was not acceptable unto God. And Abel also brought of the firstlings of the flock of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. The difference between the two, and I'm only naming one of the differences, is that uh, the, the Bible tell us uh, very clearly in the book of Hebrews that where there is uh, that the, the shedding of blood, it speaks about the shedding of blood and the remission of sin. And you see this when you go back into the, into the history, when you go back into the, the garden where Adam had sinned, Eve was deceived, but Adam sinned. That's what the Bible says. And so uh, she caved to deception. Adam caved to his own feelings and emotions after he had thought so clearly about. He knew what God said not to do, that in the, in the moment that you eat of the tree that he was told not to eat from, how many people are still nibbling from the tree, taking fruit off of the tree that they should not be eating from and, and, and ingesting it and then saying, I'm going to live not knowing that you are killing yourself. And so Adam committed suicide in that moment. Holy Ghost. After knowing the power of God, God added his own, gave Adam his own anesthesia, put him to sleep 
pulled a rib out of his side, gave him a help me, somebody that, that can work with him, somebody that could help him, somebody that had a, a, an attachment to him and, and presented him unto her. Adam no longer would, would look around and see the animals flocking and, and frolicking and having fun and doing anything because now he had somebody to do his thing with. And he chose her over God. If God created one woman, he could have created another woman. Adam caved. And the Bible said that they they were not ashamed, but now they are ashamed. Shame tells us that we know we're out of place. So let's get in place so that we're not ashamed. No one is being judgmental. Certainly not me. I'm not being judgmental on nobody. I'm not pointing a finger at nothing to nobody or nothing. But I will tell you that you got to stop what you're doing and that you got to get in the right place. If you're going to be saved, if you're going to be prosperous, if you're going to live a good life now, Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord. Then you're going to have to get into the right place. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to have to stop what you're doing. Let, let the shenanigans go. Let the shenanigans go. God told Abraham, uh, uh, walk before men, be perfect. Leave the shenanigans alone. It's time to stop. They created fig leaves. They took some dead plants, some plants that, that was going to dry up and would not cover them up for long. But they, they, they thought that. Now, listen, see, our, 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 lean not to your own understanding because your own understanding had you taking fig leaves and tying those leaves together, uh, trying to cover up the nakedness. And those leaves are going to dry up and, and it's not going to last too long. And so the Bible said that God created, uh, gave them coats of skin. That means that there had been a animal sacrifice. That meant that there had been a shedding of blood. Abel knew this he knew the shedding of blood and the importance of it he brought his sacrifice and god accepted it but to cain unto cain and to his offering uh, god didn't respect it why are you bringing this to me we come up to god we come to the altar we come in so many different ways and god is asking the question why are you bringing this to me? If you do it God's way, it will be accepted. But we want to do it our way and then bring it to God and say, can you accept this? What can you do with this? Can you do? No. No. Adam and Eve raised the son with that reason within himself that his plan was better than God's plan. How many times have you felt that way? Your plan is better than God's plan. Your plan is better than the banker's plan. Your plan is better than your parents' plan. Your plan is better than the teacher's plan. Your plan is better than... And the beat goes on. And the beat goes... The list goes on. It goes on. How many times you felt that way? That my plan is better than God's plan. And then you learn the hard way that his plan, you already knew in your heart that his plan is the best plan. There is no plan B. There is no plan C. And you can go down the alphabet all the way to Z. You can go to the Greek alphabet, Latin, whatever you're going to go to. 
It's going to point you back to God's plan. He's Alpha and Omega. So it's time. Understand, it's time to clean things up. It takes time to clean up the mess we make. I didn't say it take time for God to clean up the mess we make. I said it take time for us, you, and anyone else that fits, that, that able to put on this side shoe that's being ushered in. It takes time to clean that up. I, I recall a sergeant sharing with me. Uh, he, he, he came and he asked me, he said, um, he said, if you ever smoke PCP, and some of you may don't even know what PCP is, but listen, it, it's, it's fencyclodone or fencyclodyne. It's a logist, uh, uh, a logist, excuse me. It's, it causes hallucination. And I said, sir, no, sir. And he said, well, I have. And then he went on to tell me, he said, you know, healing takes a long time. He said, when you fall down, you fall off a bicycle, you, you, you break your arm immediately. It took time to heal. It took time. And, and so I, I say that to say that it takes a while to clean up the mess. I, I, I like talking about finances. I like talking about money. And I have certain people that I, I like talking about money too. And, and we talk about credit scores and we talk about uh, all this different stuff, you know, and what to do to make money and, and, you know, what worked for them and what worked for me and, you know, different things that in the past that we'll talk about, uh, you know, and so money is a good conversation to have with your kids. They need to understand the power of a dollar. They need to understand negotiation, how to negotiate a few dollars compared to giving away all that they have. It's important that we understand. And so and so we, we talk about cleanup. It takes time to clean stuff up. You know, if your credit score drops, it takes time to clean it back up. I, I was I helped someone clean their credit score up and it went up into the 700s. And when I talked to them again, it was back, it was down in the 400s. Yes. It takes time. I've been situations and circumstances that could be out of your control. And you have to, you like the palm tree, you have to bend and you have to sway with it, but don't break, you know. And so it may not be in your control, but when it is in your control, then you do what you know you're supposed to do. And so I was explaining to someone how it took time to build a credit scenario back up from where it was into where it is in this moment. It didn't happen overnight. It, it didn't happen. And, and there was a cost that had to be paid. In other words, when you have to pay a higher interest rate and you got to be faithful with making your payments on time and, and you're going to have to deal because you're not trustworthy in that moment. Your credit, a good name is better than many riches. That's what the Bible says. And so we're establishing a good name by doing it God's way. It takes time to heal. It takes time to clean up the mess that we have made. It doesn't happen. It doesn't go away overnight, but it will eventually happen. 
Now, there's a reminder. There's a reminder. If anyone has ever broken an arm or a leg or, or anything, you know there's a reminder because when the weather changes, you start to feel it. There's something about pain that will remind you not to do that again. I, I was uh, listening to a comedian and he, and he said that, that his friends came to him and he said, and they said, man, let's, let's go out tonight. You know, he was telling a joke and it could have been for real, but he said, man, he said, um, that it, man, let's go down and hit the liquor store. Let's go down and rob the man. And he said, dude, look, wait a minute, what you call fun, we did that the last time and I went to jail. That was not fun. That was painful. Pain will cause you to remember where you went wrong. Pain will cause you to remember when things happen and how you felt and you don't want to experience that again. So you're not going to do it. You're going to avoid some things and you're going to do it God's way. That's God's way to avoid it. The Bible says shine the very appearance of evil. Avoid it. Don't follow after everybody. Oh, look at this over here. Everybody got their cameras up. We're going we gonna to take a picture of uh, we're going to follow. Instead of helping, they want to run and watch it. And Proverbs have already said, don't do it. Yeah, go through the book of Proverbs. It, talk about when you, it talks about that. Now, I'm paraphrasing that. When you see a group of people saying, come on, let's run over here and do this. The, uh, he said, listen to wisdom, listen to knowledge. And that's what we're doing. We're spitting wisdom and knowledge this morning. Is that don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Common sense says don't do it. The Bible says don't do it. Don't do it. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. I, I see someone trying to, to call in, but listen, I'll give you a moment. Give me a few minutes here and you can call in and ask a question if you would like. But listen here, let's, let's get the word of God out right now. So let's look at this. The Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wrong? Why are you angry? You upset. You kicking rocks. You punching holes in, in walls and, and, and snapping at everybody because you upset. But you didn't do it God's way. You did it your own way. Why is your continence falling? Why are you looking so dismayed, disappointed, shocked, discouraged? This implies that there was a conscious awareness on Cain's part that he refused to acknowledge. So our upsetness is not with God, it's with ourselves. We refuse, when you refuse to acknowledge and do it God's way, then you deal with those circumstances and then you wanna kick yourself. Don't do that, do it God's way. It's gonna take a little time to straighten that mess out that you created, you messed it up. God didn't mess it up. You got to clean it up. The Bible said when you buffed about for your own fault, take it patiently. Go to first. I believe that's first or second Peter. So there's some things we have to take patiently. Yes, it took time to get there. I was going to the and I love going to the gym. I'm a I'm a gym rat. And so I, I, you'll find me at the gym burning off a few calories. <laughs> and, and so. I remember going to get some 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 stuff from the uh, GNC and I was talking to the gentleman. He said, man, it took time to put it on. He said, it's going to take time to get it off. There's no quick fix. And for those that go and get balloon surgeries and all that kind of stuff, yeah. But there's consequences to all of that, too. I like to joke and say that 
that you know if you if we really want to get uh, go six months to the military you gonna you gonna have to conform you're gonna change your eating because you're gonna eat on a schedule you're gonna run on a schedule you're gonna walk on a schedule you're gonna work on a schedule and at the end of the day you're gonna lose a lot of weight now what you do after you come out from that discipline is a different story and that's what it comes down to discipline how disciplined are we are we disciplined in doing it god's way are we disciplined in doing it our way let's change the discipline let's make sure the discipline is god's way cain had conscious awareness he re, uh, on a part he refused to acknowledge instead of cain doing it god's way he wanted god to accept his way that's not going to work how many times have we done this are you doing it right now you got to stop so you get the intended results that God has planned for you. God even went the uh, the extra mile, what we call the extra mile, and said, if thou doest well, he reminded, if you do well, he reminded him, like I'm reminding you this morning, if you do well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lies at your door. Let's, let's stick with the first part. If you do well, you're going to be accepted. If you do it God's way, you're going to be accepted. We're not going to look at that part that says if you don't do it well, that, that is going to be wrong. No, let's look at the part that if I do it God's way, let's keep that focus. I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to press and I'm going to do it God's way so that I will be accepted. If you do well means that, that you know what to do. Pay your bills on time. Stop allowing other people into your business. Stop allowing people. We tell our business to too many people. You need to shut it down. You don't need to talk about everything. Shut it down. But that's my best friend. Shut it down. I'm not saying disrespect them. I'm saying stop talking, telling your business out every place. Because sometimes people are, are not telling you, stop what you're doing and do what's right. They go along with you. They emphasize, sympathize, and go, listen, that's not the right way. It's going, it, it, the truth hurts sometimes. Medicine don't always taste good, but it could be good for you. And certainly, I know I'm giving you what's good for you. I know that for a fact. It's proven. It has worked. And it is still working. Listen, both are in the same boat. You and your friend or friends in the same boat. But y'all giving each other advice. Stop hanging your dirty, your skin mark underwear on the line. Grease stained T-shirts out on social media. Why are you doing that? Everybody else is. And the majority of people are going to hell, the Bible said. And so you're going to follow the majority? Stop hanging your dirty laundry out all over social media. Follow the instructions. Follow the instructions that have been proven to work for saint and sinner. Yes. Yes. People that don't worship can be blessed because the Bible says, 
Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord God. The Bible says there is a universal law in place. And it says the diligent shall bear rule. Are you being diligent? Are you being diligent to follow the rules of economics? Are you being diligent to follow the rules of relationship? Are you being diligent to follow the rules of emotion and psychological and physical? Are you, be, are you following the rules? You go to work, you have an employee manual. Did you read the manual to see what you can do? I don't look at it as a manual to see what I can do. I look at it as seeing what I can do. Then and only then will we have acceptance. We'll be accepted. If you're not willing to do it God's way, then don't expect God to give you the results that you're looking for. Well, I'm going to do it my way and God, you're going to accept it. No, he's not. The Bible said that, that heaven and earth would pass away before his word uh, falls short of what's being said. So, so you're lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Please stop lying to yourself. You have to be willing to change. Now the Bible tell us in Acts, the third chapter, that the, the 19th verse, it said repent. Repent means to change. Bible students, let, let me let me let me throw this at you right quick. Uh, Bible students, when you are reading the scriptures from and you're reading, and we're talking, I'm uh, I'm just gonna deal with the New Testament right now. When you're dealing with the gospels and then you get into uh Acts and you, and you and Luke, Luke um or Acts is a continuation of the book of Luke. And so when you get into uh, from Acts and you get into Romans and the other epistles, those are not written to people that are not in church. Uh, those are written to church goers. Those are written to believers. Those are written to people that have been baptized for the re in Jesus name for the remission of sin. That's the only way they baptized. They didn't baptize under titles. They baptized in the name. And the reason they did that is because uh, uh, the Bible said that God, that Jesus opened their understanding. And so they understood the name. They understood that repentance and remission of sin was in the name of Jesus. So when you get out of the book of Acts and you get into the epistle, uh, Paul and Tim and, and, and on and on, uh, the uh, epistles are written to the church. It was not written to people that don't know the Lord, that had not confessed their sins, that were not baptized, that were not tearing for the Holy Ghost. It was not written to them, it was written to the church. So when you read scriptures, confess with your mouth and it'd be made unto salvation. That was not written to someone that is that has not been born again. It was written to someone that is already in the church. Let's go on. So Peter tells them, Luke records this, that tells them to repent, change, change ye therefore and be converted, meaning that you have adapted, that you've taken on God's way. That's what he's telling them to do, that your sins may be blotted out. So if you want your sins blotted out, you're going to have to change today. You're going to stop what you're doing. You're going to have to make up in your mind that no matter how painful it is, that you are going to do things the right way. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to pay the bills on time. You're going to have to stop snapping off at people. You're going to stop being sarcastic. You're going to have to stop doing those things that you know is not constructive. 
And after a while, you'll just be doing it and realize that, oh my God, things have changed. I've come up from where I was and didn't even realize it just happened uh, because time just keeps moving. Time doesn't stop and wait for us. It continues to move. We stand still. But time is constantly moving. Listen. That your sins may be blotted out. The Bible plainly says overcome evil with good. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're overcoming evil. That is a constant thing every day. Paul said, I crucify this flesh daily. I am doing this daily, putting myself in check every day. Pastor Carl Henderson got up this morning, putting himself in check. Put myself in check. Make sure that, that I line up right with God's word. As I go through the day, I've got to line up right with God's word, period. There is no there is no plan B to this. This is only plan A. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and end. Uh, you, you hear me say it all the time, and, and, and it is part of our life. It is part of our commitment uh, that we believe the Bible is the word of God. Stop. Period. Right there. Therefore, we are faithful. Stop. We're faithful. We're bold. I'm not saying bold as in telling someone off. I'm saying bold as in standing for what is right. No matter what comes your way, you stand for what is right. Can't nobody make you change. Because we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There is no other way to face opposition except in obedience to the word of God. We've got to do it God's way. We got to do it God's way. There is no other way than to do it God's way. Bless your name, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God. Thank you, Father. The Bible tells us to work out our soul salvation with fear and trembling. When you stop being afraid of what can happen, when you stop thinking about that, you put yourself in a dangerous position. Listen, Cain had hope and he may have even prayed, felt his actions, his offering would be acceptable Maybe, uh, whew, my God, maybe someone told him, maybe, maybe someone that he was talking to, maybe there was someone else uh, that, that gave him this thought. Yeah, man, that'll work. Even maybe his own mind told him that. Yeah, that, that, that's going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to go for this. When we think about it, studying. Going back to school, these natural things that we sometimes need to do. Being involved in business activities and decision making, some things that we need to do. But then we resist and say, well, no, I can't do that. But you want the fruit of that labor. You want you want the same fruit that someone else put in the time and effort to, to plow the ground, apply the field to work hard for, and you want the same dividends that they got. 
you want the same, but you're not willing to put in the work. The rewards that accompany, you want the rewards without the work. But here we go. Let's, let's stay with this because, because we're making changes right now. Right? We're making changes. You're making changes. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I'm just about done. I'm just about done. It says trust. Trust in we tell the Lord I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you're reliable. This, this is what we're saying. I trust that you're reliable. I trust that you have the ability. I trust that you have the strength but not for me. You're not going to you're not going to show up and show out for me, but you'll, you'll show up and show out for Pastor Carl. Listen, don't don't put me in that equation. Don't put me there in your equation. Oh, you, you, he'll show up and show out for for someone else. And you'll start thinking about other names of people that, you know, that said that they that, that God worked and, and answered their prayer. But you're not willing to do the same thing that they did. He's willing. You can trust him. You can trust he's reliable. You can trust he's able. You can trust that he that. That the strength all God has is for you. Period. It's for you. The Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, if you're placing me or anyone else in the equation instead of yourself, then that only tells me you have too much space left in your heart. We used to sing a song, fill my cup. Till it overflows, fill my cup, till it overflows. And we would go on and sing that song, till it overflows with love, till it overflows with the power of God, till it overflows with his presence. You want your cup to overflow with the presence of God. And listen, let me tell you this. When you haven't been doing something and you start doing it, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little challenge there. Because your flesh is going to flare up and say, well, well, why are you doing that? You know, there's going to be some challenges. However, the more you do it, the less the challenge there is, the less the resistance there is. When you go to pick up weights, if you if you run track or you're doing something physical, you know, there's some resistance because you haven't been doing it. And there's muscles that you haven't used. There's spirit man that you haven't used. There is physical that you haven't used. But then after a while, three months later, it's like, wow, well, you know, I remember when I, but now look at me, I, I'm, I'm doing it with a little more ease. And then six months later, oh man, I'm adding more to what I'm doing. I'm adding more to my routine. It's the same with with our with our diligence and finances. We start paying our bills on time, and after a while, we realize that okay, I'm going to pay an extra five dollars against that creditor, and so knock down that principal from what it is. And so after a while, after a year or so, you can pay the principal down compared to what it was on your vehicle and all. We should pay ten dollars a month on extra on on our little Honda. Paid it off a few months earlier. So that the, the and others have done the same. It's being diligent It's doing it the right way. When we do it God's way, when we do it God's way. So there shouldn't be no room for anybody and anything else except God. Don't make room for others. Make the room is only for God. 
we, we have a saying here uh, at, at COG, at Cornerstone of Grace, that God is the audience. He is the audience. I'm not the audience. No one sitting here is the audience. No one. God is the audience. We're here to worship him in the beauty of holiness. For the father seeketh such that would. The cup. This cup is filled with water, but I'm looking constantly at it as far as what to do next. Well, it's filled up. What am I going to do? No, don't lean to your own understanding. No. Stop leaning to your own understanding. Stop wondering. You, the, the last time you did it that way and it, it, it didn't work right. Let's do it God's way. Let's do it God's way. Trust in the Lord. The instructions. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Those looking for a prophetic word, I said this earlier, here's a prophetic word for you. Directly from, from the word of God, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your understanding and acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Uh, this week, I'm going to give a reading assignment to everyone that is listening, those that will be listening later, those that will, because of the time zone, read the book of Daniel, the first chapter. I didn't say second, third, fourth, fifth, twelfth. I said read the first chapter. Read the first chapter. Your, your, your morning devotion or afternoon devotion, read the first chapter. Now, if you already have a reading assignment, see, I, I'm aware that, you know, I, I've given a reading assignment to someone for the book of Luke and the book of Acts. And so there will be questions regarding that late. But listen. The first chapter of Daniel. The first chapter. I want you to read that. Become acquainted because this man trusted in the Lord. With all his heart. And he didn't lean to his own understanding and he acknowledged him and God did direct his path. The first chapter of Daniel, when we do it God's way, let's do it his way. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your kindness and how you have blessed us throughout this day. How you have kept us. You've given us the activity of our lambs. Well, God, and you have blessed us with an opportunity to do it your way. Another day, another chance, another opportunity to acknowledge you in all of our ways. I pray and ask that you would bless each one that 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 changes, that begins to acknowledge you, Lord God, and, and to take into consideration what has been said. Lord, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We pray and ask that you continue to watch over and keep it as we prepare our hearts to do your will. As we prepare our hearts to seek you, Lord God, Lord, as we lead our families, our loved ones and others, Lord God, in your path of righteousness, we ask these blessings in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I want to remind you, as I mentioned earlier, we are preparing uh, this. We got 220, 210 days left before the 50th day. Uh, that we are celebrating our Pentecost service and maybe you're in the Riverside, Los Angeles uh, area, San Bernardino. And so certainly we, we look to see you in service with us and ask that you would be praying with us and praying for us as well as we are in preparation for this great time in the Lord. 
we're looking for a Holy Ghost filled time, you know, looking for the power of God to be at work, looking to be edified. And, and I do believe in edification. And so just asking that you would continue to, to pray for us in this area as well. Uh, one of the things that also I mentioned is that we are selling, if you go to connectingtruth.org, connectingtruth.org and click the, the link there uh, that, that says, I believe it says wearables. If you click the link there to take you to our to our t-shirts that we're, that we use to keep the lights on, t-shirts that we use to pay the rent, t-shirts that we use to uh, for the um, events that are coming up uh, for the preparation and the uh, uh, proclamation of the gospel. And so certainly we solicit your support uh, as well in that area. Again, that is connectingtruth.org and click on the link there and it will take you to what we have. And it's at a reasonable price. I've made sure the prices are lowered uh, so that um, they are much lower than what I see others selling. But more importantly, it is supporting the ministry. All of it goes to the ministry. And, uh, and so we're looking to televise our event. And, and so we're looking to really um, be, have an impact um, and I like interactive impacts, interactive impact. I said earlier, someone had called in and I said, they're welcome to call back um, afterwards. And so you have a moment if you want to call. And so, um, you know, but that's only a moment. That's not a long window. <laughs> but as I said, you know, we're looking to impact and have an impact on the um, with the word of God. I love teaching the word of God. Um, certainly looking for souls to be saved. I do know the season and time that we're in, um, and it won't be long. It won't be long. God is calling for those that are willing to do it his way. There won't be anyone in the, in, his, in the kingdom that is not doing it his way. And so we need to walk with that awareness. We need to walk with that awareness that is God's way. And, and so with that being said, um, I gave you a moment, and so if not, then, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. We thank you, Lord, for your, your mercy. Lord, and we just pray and ask that you would help us, Lord God, to continue to do your will in Jesus' name. If you want to contact us, please visit uh, connectingtruth.org and click the contact us and, um, and send us an email send us an email. I will respond. If you have a question regarding the word of God, regarding the gospel, maybe doctrinal teaching, uh, send that question. I'll answer it over the airways so that you will have a good understanding about the word of God. The Bible said that he gave some pastors, some prophets, evangelists, teachers, apostles for the perfecting of the saints. So that is a responsibility of the ministry is to edify, is to edify. All right. If you would, wherever you are, I may not be able to hear you, but God can. Repeat after me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in my sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God bless you. Let's do it his way. <laughs>